0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Eureka Moment. I'm your host Suchita, and today we have with us Anshula Kapoor. Anshula uh, comes from a Bollywood family but that didn't deter her to go ahead and do her own startup called Fankind. Fankind was born out of a simple and heartfelt impulse to put a smile on the faces of fans that shower unconditional love on the celebrities they take care about. Hi Anshula, welcome to the Eureka Moment. Thank you for taking out time and coming all the way. I'm going to start the conversation before we go to the Eureka moment of your startup mankind. I want to get into the conversation of philanthropy. What is the understanding of philanthropy in our country? Um, Thank you for
1: inviting me, even though we are a very nascent startup. I am uh, fortunate that you thought of us and invited us here. Um, Philanthropy in India is it's an age old concept. Mm -hmm. The way I see it, it's been um, ingrained in us from our parents, from our grandparents, and it's in our religious texts as well, whether it is... um, whether it's from Hinduism, Jainism, Islam, Sikhism, there is a lot of importance given to helping others, uh, to giving back, whether it's in doing charity in kind or doing charity with your time. Yes. Um, some, a simple act like helping uh, with the langar in a gurdwara is also philanthropic in nature. Absolutely. So um, philanthropy in our country has a very deep-rooted uh, background to it. Mm-hmm. But crowdfunding, which is actually where um, Fankind rests, crowdfunding for philanthropy, reasons Mm -hmm. for NGOs or for individuals who need our help Mm -hmm. is a more of a um, it's a nascent concept it's more of a decade or two old concept it's uh, picking up now with the the spread of technology into tier two tier three tier four cities into our villages um, Mm -hmm. with geo available more freely people are becoming a lot more aware of crowdfunding and it is uh, the space that Fankind rests in because at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. we are um, an organization that aims to raise funds for NGOs who are doing some great work on ground. Mm -hmm. And um, that is actually the reason why philanthropy in India is going to um, extend beyond just charity in kind because uh, through crowdfunding uh, people can actually donate uh, more than just their time and resources they can donate their income Um, even if it's through CSR it is a growing uh, platform and I'm so glad that I'm able to contribute even a little bit in the endeavour of taking our country digital uh, in terms of um,
0: the philanthropic growth. Absolutely Fancon is a very different name Anshula. how did you think about it? Um, so I cannot take the entire credit <laughs> for the name Fan Kind.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. There's a very close associate of mine. Her mm-hmm. name is uh, Priyanka. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the one who came up with... Uh, the. She coined the term fankind. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept of fankind is actually where the word uh, originates from. Mm-hmm. And now if you think back, you feel like it's a. It's the most logical and perfect fit. But it took us a while to get here. Mm-hmm. What fankind does, um, for those of you who probably haven't ever heard of fankind yet... Um, We are uh, at the crossroads of entertainment and philanthropy. Mm -hmm. What that means is uh, we curate uh, celebrity-led experiences that raise funds for charities. Mm -hmm. Um, So the fans is basically who we cater to. The fans of the celebrity is who we put up experiences for. And because the money is going to a really great cause through an NGO, there's a lot of kindness involved where the fan is concerned because from the goodness of their heart they've decided to donate to a cause that their ideal is passionate about mm-hmm. so the amalgamation of doing this for fans and doing this because of the kindness in their hearts is where fankind comes into place and that's actually how we came up with the word mm-hmm. a true story a mm-hmm. bts story mm-hmm. is uh, when uh, i first thought of the concept of fankind it was uh, i was thinking of it more on terms of like creating magical moments for fans creating uh, feel good moments for fans so mm-hmm. my working title for Fankind was actually Abracadabra ah! so the journey from Abracadabra to Fankind has been uh, it was—it took us a while to get there but it's been uh, possible because of uh, Priyanka Bhaseen so I'm going mm-hmm. to give her the credit
0: for the name Fankind Awesome Anshra, tell before we again talk about the Eureka moment I want to sort of get into the process of how Stuff, even though there's celebrity involvement in it, it is for to get the celebrities uh, to be part of your uh, your venture. Uh,
1: when I started off with Fankind, mm-hmm. I was looking at celebrities from a very traditional point of view. Of course, it would have been easy to uh, start off with the celebrities who are my family members. Yes. But if this has to be a viable business model, mm-hmm. I was adamant that I have to take it out there to see if the actual if the real world would be interested in doing this because I sure. will at some point run out of family members <laughs> to go to for experiences yes. so we started off our journey um the first few people I approached I didn't buy into the concept as easily and um like every startup, we, mm-hmm. fa- we faced a little bit of um, disappointment, a little bit of struggle where that is concerned. Mm-hmm. But the, the one man who I owe everything to where Fankind is concerned, mm-hmm. uh, who set the ball rolling, so to speak, was Varun Dhawan. Mm-hmm. He was the first person to say yes to Fankind. I think within six minutes of me talking in between my pitch of what I want to do for Fankind, he was all on board because for him, he he genuinely loves his fans like they are his extended family. Mm -hmm. And when we approached uh, Varun... It just happened that the week before uh, the farmers were in the news because of the march, and Varun was, he had been vocal about wanting to help them. So it kind of just, pieces of puzzles just fit together Mm -hmm. because he was looking to do something for the farmers, Mm -hmm. and he always is gung ho about doing something for fans. So when I presented the idea of doing an experience on Fankind, Mm -hmm. It was hand in glove, so to speak That's actually mm-hmm. how I got my first celebrity to say yes And I approached Alia the same week And mm. she didn't know when I, when I approached her that Varun had said yes And mm. even she was very gungo about uh, doing fankind mm. So because I had the two of them say yes I got a little bit more confidence in myself to approach more people And it kind of just eased my mind that just because there have been people who haven't bought into it doesn't mean that there's no one who will buy into this. So we started working on creating the experiences and just going full power forward After I got the yes of Varun and Alia mm. Of course approaching them Was through their agency mm-hmm. I, um, Their management was involved yes. In fact the manager was in the room When we were having the meeting It was very very um, professional yeah. But yes I can say that uh, The ease of the conversation that I had When I was sitting face to face with Varun mm-hmm. Was probably a lot simpler Because I had met him before Yes. So it was less stressful for me To do, my, uh, to do a pitch to him Than it would have been had I uh, not met him at all before that see approaching celebrities is always it's you have to go through their agencies and it's, there's always a due diligence and there's a process that you have to go through because I am any other brand trying to get their time. Yes. So approaching celebrities uh, is no different for me than it would probably be for any other brand who is going to um, their managing agency in that sense. Yeah. I'm just glad that I've had a few people who have shown support and faith in Fankind as an idea and they've mm. said yes. Um, in terms of the kind of celebrities that we're looking at onboarding, On our website, we actually have this feature called uh, Suggest a Celebrity. Mm, Awesome. Before Fankind started, Mm. I was looking at it from a very traditional point of view. So I was looking at it from a bigger picture that I want to have a um, sports vertical where we have our cricketers and tennis players and badminton stars and table tennis players. Mm. I was looking at... um, Cinema where we would have um, Celebrities from Tamil, Telugu Hindi, Punjabi I was looking at uh, a music vertical for artists mm-hmm. And um, that's about Where my thinking And of course television actors as well mm. And that's about where my thinking Had kind of reached and hit a pause Because mm. of a Celebrity yeah. We've kind of understood that, that the term celebrity in India Is now defined a lot It's a lot broader mm-hmm. It's defined Um, It's fluid It's not defined With just someone That is unattainable Or who you go and see In a cinema Or who you go and cheer for uh, While you're watching a match Mm -hmm. Um, There are digital um, Celebrities Digital superstars Who uh, we've been inundated with requests for people who are huge in their own right in the digital space sure and uh, in fact one of the experiences live right now is with mostly Sane Prajakta who is um, she's a huge YouTube celebrity Mm. she's one of the most down to earth people and the most fun people I have interacted with yes Um, so similarly in in the genre of digital celebrities we've Mm. had a lot of people uh, wanting us to get um Reality stars who perform in dancing shows, um, TikTok celebrities, other YouTubers. So in terms of who can be next on Fankind, there Mm -hmm. is no limit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whoever you idolize, whoever Mm -hmm. you think is a role model, whoever Mm -hmm. you think is worthy of having a voice that ha- that a platform can amplify, in, mm-hmm. in a sense, uh, mm-hmm. when we attach a cause to mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Uh, we're more than willing to associate with them on Fankind. Mm-hmm. I genuinely, genuinely want Fankind to have celebrities from all walks of the country, from mm-hmm. every vertical that we can possibly think of. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that the feedback that we've
0: received through the website is on those lines. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Two questions. First is, I have been like talking to people about doing the startup. A few of them have quit their jobs and they've gone to do the startup. You've done the same. You've quit your Google job and you have sort of gone to do your startup, Fankind. How difficult was that, one? And the second is, what was the eureka moment and you said, this is what I want to do?
1: So the leap of faith is always uh, something that has to come from the heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I quit my job uh, from Google because I was actually working in Google Gurgaon. Before that, I hadn't been in the country for years. I was studying in New York. Mm -hmm. Then I was working in Gurgaon. I trained in Hyderabad. I hadn't come back home to Bombay. I hadn't come back home to my base, my home, my family. Um, So the decision to actually quit Google and come back home was rooted in the sense of that I am I'm done escaping Mm -hmm. I just lost my mother in 2012 Mm. Um, I didn't want to come back home to a home that was empty that was bereft of her because for me my home is wherever my mom is and now I didn't have a mom physically to go home to so I didn't want to go home at all which is why I was thinking of looking at different cities I can create a home base in and I realized that it's not that's escapism Mm -hmm. it took me a year to come to the conclusion that all I'm doing is running away and not dealing with the fact that I have to live my life and create my own base for yes. me yeah, uh, beyond my mother yeah. um, and her physical absence. Mm. So that's when I took the decision that I don't see myself living in Gurgaon or Delhi. Mm-hmm. I, want to cre- I want to create a new base for myself back home in Bombay. Mm-hmm. I want to be closer to the family that I have still with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually why I quit my job to come back home mm-hmm. because at that point of time, a transfer to Bombay was not a possibility. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I worked actually at a startup in Bombay after Google as well. I was focused on my own health a lot of uh, small, small trigger points that kind of led me to take that leap of faith that yes, I have worked for one of the best companies in this world to partner with, to work with. Mm. They have given me the greatest foundation that any employee or any um, future entrepreneur could ask for or want. Mm -hmm. I have worked with another startup, so I've seen the difficulties and I've seen the um, challenges that they face. Mm -hmm. I actually, in between, I was so scared of taking this leap of faith of actually starting my own um, venture that uh, briefly considering another form of escapism at that point Mm -hmm. which was uh, giving my GMAT and going and studying for my MBA Wow Um, Mm -hmm. It took me a while to figure out that okay I don't really want to do that I need to just stop escaping and become a little bit stronger in that sense and take this leap into what I want to do Mm -hmm. So the first leap that I took was actually a failed venture Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say failed venture I would say a venture that failed to take off Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay Um, That's actually where the whole uh, Giving back angle In Fankind comes from Because mm-hmm. that venture At its heart It was giving back In terms of um, Nutrition support And giving back In terms of, of Food to the people Who are malnourished In our country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I For whatever reasons, I couldn't manage to get that uh, off the floor. Um, So when Fankind uh, or at that point, Abracadabra came into my mind, I knew that I still wanted to give back. And that's something that our mother has always said, whatever you have, you have to give back a little bit of it because that's the only way to make sure everyone grows with you. And Google as a company, I mean, the core service of Google is it's a free service for the entire world, whether it's Google search, whether it's Gmail, almost all their services are free. Yes, and the amount that the company itself does to make the world a better place, so to speak, using technology, was something that I imbibed from working there, from the work culture there as well. Mm-hmm. And that that was actually why the kindness aspect of Fankind is so close to my heart, mm-hmm. beyond the celebrity experiences as well. Mm-hmm. But the one eureka moment, so to speak, that, that just ignited this fire that... I just couldn't put down And I couldn't ignore That I want to do this any longer Was Mm -hmm. um, at Sonamditi's wedding That's my cousin Who got married last year The amount of love That I saw the family receive Mm -hmm. From her fans From well-wishers From strangers Mm -hmm. in the world Just wishing well to us Yeah Was just overwhelmingly positive and it just Mm -hmm. struck me that like these are these people who don't know us personally who Mm. probably have never met her never met us but they just wish her well and they want her to have the most beautiful marriage and the most beautiful wedding and I wanted to do something to give back to the people who so selflessly love the celebrities that they are that they admire that they've grown up watching on a screen yes building up to and this was the one Eureka moment that I was like okay now I have to do this But like awesome. building up to that Was all the love That I've seen I have received Because of my brother's fans And the love I've seen Him receive Because yes. of His body of work And um, he's been a Part of the industry Since 2012 Yes um, We both of us Actually started our careers At the same time I started my job At Google at the same time That he started his acting like His movie released In that mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. Um and in the first two years of him being an actor, he was not on social media. And social mm. media is the direct, most direct way for a fan to communicate with someone that they um, admire or they look up to. Mm. So I became the conduit through which they would reach Arjun. So I would get a lot of messages saying, Anshala Didi, please tell Arjun that we loved him in so-and-so oh movie. Oh. That uh, we saw him perform here and we thought he was great. Awesome. So I became the... Um, carry a pigeon of messages <laughs> and uh, because of that I think I developed a relationship with his fans that they um, took hundred steps beyond what was expected mm. because my birthday any moment in my life that I was feeling a little bit high or low they were there to give me positive energy instead mm. of it being the other way around mm. because mm. like for my birthday they've named a star after me this is in 2015 oh December <laughs> okay. uh, 2014 December actually uh-huh. And I have it, like It's a frame certificate That reached home And I, wow. I still have it Hanging in my room On a wall oh, wow. But gestures like this And they've never met me It was a yeah. bunch of his Fan clubs Who got Absolutely. together Absolutely. And decided to do this for me I'm not even One tenth of the, fan, the the celebrity Or whatever it is that, that they are of Arjun But they still wanted To do something Really nice for me yes. So all of these Small small moments Have been yeah. building up And yeah. Sonam's wedding Was an explosion Like a kaboom Of like Abhi kuch karna hi hai, Because yes. they've supported My family for so long Yes Why
0: can't we make them Feel as special As they make us Feel on a daily basis Yeah that's awesome That was the that's seed <laughs> awesome And you know I, I sort of Every time I pass by Juhu And it's a Sunday I'm like Yeah <laughs> without sus, You know who I just, I you cannot, you have to wait there, you know, till yes. the time the traffic gets cleared. And it's such a generous gesture of him to come down yes. and wave at everyone for just that one wave. I mean, it just, I mean, I get in awe of people, you know, when yeah. I see that. So it's like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to even, you know, get that feeling.
1: And in the world today where um, every third person on... Social media wants to be a troller mm. to see an entire community of people who are just sending positivity and like love to people they've never met. Yes. is admirable. Then mm. they should be recognized for spending that kind of positivity into the universe as well. So that's actually the seed of the fan side of fankind.
0: Awesome. Being a new startup, how does your day look like?
1: Every day is different. Mm. I'm a sole founder, mm-hmm. so I'm technically wearing about thirty-nine hats in a day. Oh man! <laughs> because you go from from yes, and the the way Fankind is structured, there's mm. just so much that needs to be taken care of, from like yeah. the NGO side of it, from the donation side of it, from setting up the experiences, from the um the shoots that we have to do, the filming of it, the onboarding mm. of celebrities. Mm-hmm. The technology part of it, uh, mm. making sure the website is actually working, the marketing mm. side of things. Oh. It is a mm. lot of uh, mm. different hats that I get to wear in a single day. So mm. every day looks different depend depending on the stage of the campaign that is active on the website and yes. also depending on if we have a shoot coming up. So if we have mm. a date from a celebrity yeah. and we're shooting the promotional bites with them, then yeah. that particular day will be dedicated Solely to the shooting and the filming and making sure all of that goes seamlessly. Mm -hmm. For a founder of a nascent startup, I don't think work life balance exists. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't look at Fankind as work for me it's just like yeah. it's it's life mm. and I enjoy doing it mm-hmm. um, so uh, out of maybe 24 hours mm. I have 18 hours of Fankind happening in my life <laughs> I have friends calling me up and saying you know we exist you should come and like meet us let's yes. go out and I'm just like oh but Fankind <laughs> I, it's like a child it's like a mother has given birth to a newborn baby and she has detachment <laughs> issues like she doesn't want to leave her child and like go out into the world Yes. so Fankind is my baby who who I'm uh, who I really don't want to leave Mm. so every day looks very very different some days is all about accounts and finance which Mm. is uh, the not so nice part of it because Mm. I'm not a business person Mm. I don't have a business degree and I started this with a real heart I didn't start this to make it into like a whole um, numbers game of like the whole uh, and obviously finance is a very important part of any business Absolutely. but I look forward to that the least Mm. (laughs) (laughs) so those days are the most dreadful for me Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah and like some days are fun like today I come and get to hang out with you yes and uh, talk your year through so uh, every day looks different and that, I think that's what gets me excited because when I wake up in the morning I have it's not like it's a routine that I have to wake up and like shower and then go to work and come back after eight hours and mm-hmm. like spend my day in the office mm-hmm. it's exciting in that sense. and uh, what kind of charity tie-ups do you have at the moment so we have um, a philanthropy partner on board mm-hmm. give India yes they've been uh, uh, they've been in existence for over 25 years they are um, genuinely the nicest people to work with mm-hmm. and I'm so fortunate that they decided to tie up with fankind mm-hmm. what give India does for us is take care of the entire um, NGO aspect of our mm-hmm. venture mm-hmm. Uh, whether that is through due diligence whether that is through uh, giving us a list of um, charities that uh, pertain to any cause so mm-hmm. uh, backtracking a little bit bit, sure. um, the way we attach an NGO mm-hmm. to an experience is the decision rests very heavily on the celebrity themselves. So mm-hmm. the if they have a cause that they've been supporting through the years, yeah. or if they have an NGO that they've already been fundraising for and they would like to continue the association, perhaps mm-hmm. in public, mm-hmm. we associate the Fankind experience with that NGO. Mm-hmm. But we've had... Um, instances where uh, they are open to supporting the same cause that they have been all through these years mm-hmm. but they're willing to fundraise for a new ngo sure. that's when giveindia's expertise also comes in uh, comes to help us because then they provide us with a list of ngos in that particular cause whether it's um female empowerment or it's educating children mm-hmm. uh they give us a list of ngos that they've already pre-vetted so they know that they act- the work that happens on ground is mm-hmm. real, it's true. The resources and the money that will get diverted to the NGO mm-hmm. will be used for the defined purpose. Mm-hmm. And they help us create something that we call a micro campaign at the back end. Sure. Because if I go to an NGO and mm-hmm. they tell, and the NGO's purpose or vision is to um, educate girls. Mm-hmm. It, that's a very broad vision to have mm-hmm. which girls what yeah. age how are yeah. you educating them is there any support beyond just the school like with uniforms or with after school activities mm. or with um, community upliftment yes. um, or with even something as simple as sanitary sanitation for yes. the girls who are attending school Yes. Uh, what part of the country how many girls which school so mm. all of the nitty-gritty details that go into making sure the money that the fans have donated from their good heart yes. goes to the correct use is yes. actually where Give India comes into place as well and in fact every time a transaction takes place on our website the mm-hmm. donation directly goes to Give India. Mm-hmm. so it doesn't even come to Fan, and it directly goes to them into their mm-hmm. bank account mm-hmm. and they issue something called a tax exemption certificate the ATG certificate mm-hmm. that the um, that goes to the FAN mm-hmm. or the donor's sure. um, email ID and sure. is in their account as well mm-hmm. so the accountability rests very heavily on Give India yeah. and they are um magicians mm-hmm. in terms of doing the due diligence on ground and getting us mm-hmm. information they do case studies they go yeah. and meet actual people on ground who are being um, assisted through the programs mm-hmm. so that's actually how we take care of our um the philanthropy side of things sure. and uh, so far with each campaign we have we are fundraising for one NGO mm-hmm. The aim is to at least fundraise For 30 NGOs in our first year mm, And uh, we've had two campaigns That have ended So we've fundraised for two of those uh, For two NGOs And very diverse causes War- Varun's experience was helping um, Farmers in Bid Maharashtra mm-hmm. Through Manavlok, mm-hmm. And Alia's campaign was helping World for All um, The animal shelter that World for All runs In Mumbai, Maharashtra so, mm-hmm. um, so the causes are very diverse mm-hmm. The two campaigns that we have live right now One is championing mental health Hält. Um, We're fundraising for an organization called The Banyan Mm -hmm. where um, That is mostly SANE's chosen NGO Mm -hmm. Where we're actually raising money to pay the salaries of the medical professionals Like the psychologists, the doctors, nurses Who help the patients that they treat in their daycare recovery centre So they see about 180 patients in a day Mm -hmm. um, And Mm -hmm. these are homeless um, patients Mm -hmm. across uh, the board Who Mm -hmm. need beyond mental health care, they need medical care Physical as well as mental So the recovery centre Takes care of all of that So we're actually fundraising To pay the staff Who helps these people Mm, To make sure that they Actually receive Their salaries as well And then we have Sunakshi's campaign That's gone live Today
0: Okay Uh, Congratulations (laughs)
1: Thank you New campaign Yeah Uh, Yeah. New campaign And uh, she is uh, Fundraising for She has a very emotional Connect to the NGO She's chosen Mm -hmm. She donated her first salary To the same NGO Being human Mm. So we're raising money For the Little Hearts program Mm -hmm. uh, Which assists Small children who are born with heart defects, mm-hmm. congenital heart um, defects, mm-hmm. get surgeries free of cost and get medical treatment free of cost. So, as you can see, four different NGOs for very different causes.
0: Yes. Hopefully for success stories. (laughs) Absolutely. It's just on the way. It's already there, actually. It just needs to come into your experience. It's brilliant, uh, Anshala, what you're doing because these sectors need so much of help and so much of fund, especially the mental mental health sector, the education sector. I mean, it's like totally, it's something that only an individual who has, you know, an influence can actually pull in the money and help these, uh, you know, people to move forward in the daily endeavors. Tell me something, Angela. Your startup is uh, nascent. It's a new startup. What is the funding and how are you raising funds for your own startup? It is self-funded. Yes. Um, At this point, I am uh, focusing
1: more on making Fankind the core strong, making Fankind experiences for the fans as amazing and as awesome as possible and yes. setting up a strong base for us to grow mm-hmm. and grow into different verticals, expand. to he- Right now, we help one fan for each experience yes. get their dream moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to expand to help as many fans as possible get as many small moments of joy, big moments of joy. Mm-hmm. So I'm focusing on making and that for me is my core for Fankind. So I'm mm-hmm. focusing on making that strong. Sure. I started Fankind with all heart. Yes. So at this point, point it'll, it's it's fair to say that I need to make sure my heart is beating strongly before I can go out and get uh, into the whole funding uh, aspect of things. Sure. Uh, it is self-funded. I am hoping that uh, when the time is right I can talk more about VC funding or getting external funding in. Sure. At, at this point sure. I would rather focus on making sure that we are the best of what we do mm-hmm. before I can go out and uh, Start asking people To invest and believe
0: in us The way that I believe in us Absolutely And what is that One toughest part or the challenge That you have to face Every day in kind As a new startup
1: I mean I wouldn't say Toughest part The whole fun Of having a startup And having a child Of your own Is that hmm. Every day looks different Yes That You're just using your mind In so many active ways To troubleshoot Things that you didn't even Realize would be issues
0: That would come up Mm -hmm. Do you you want want to give Any sort of an example An anecdote for our listeners I don't want to talk about Anything happening right now Mm, But like mm. When I was
1: In the process of creating What Fankind is today Yes There were Just being the sole founder and being a woman founder at that. Yes. G- walking into a meeting and mm. uh, being asked, uh, so when's your boss coming? <laughs> yeah, I'm the boss. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a challenge that I, I think a yeah. lot of us would uh, still face. Yes. As yeah. silly or as, I mean, we can, we're laughing about it right <laughs> now. But in the moment, it is a little um, discouraging because we're in 2019 yeah, and exactly. still being asked that let's wait till the man enters <laughs> the room and I have to be like I am the man oh man uh, so yeah those are the small small issues those small yeah. small, small challenges yeah. but um, I haven't faced that particular issue yeah. since we've launched in August yeah but uh, getting to the point of taking kind to market facing yes. these issues were always yeah that was one huge challenge and that was a yeah. challenge that I faced in recurring meetings not in like an isolated <laughs> incident uh, oh, so being man. taken yeah. seriously yeah uh, I have a lot of white in my hair, but a lot of people see me and they think, uh Choti ladki aayi hai. overcoming that. Yeah. And there are founders who are way younger than me. There are people who are doing the best job who are in their early twenties. Yeah. Uh, who some of them are teenagers and yeah. they are running empires, they're running businesses. Absolutely. But um being taken seriously is um a struggle that a lot of us would face I, I face that yes. Also being taken seriously Because the family that I hail from yes. People always choose to associate Any success or any failure To the family As opposed yeah. to the individual Absolutely. And if I did manage to get into a room With other important or powerful people There would always be snide comments Passed saying that she's just come here Because of where she's from Where she hails from And that is it's very discouraging because you've you've paved your journey on yes, your own. Absolutely, you've actually worked hard to get this meeting. It's probably taken me weeks to get the meeting. Absolutely, but it's uh, been disregarded because of. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps because yes, of whose absolutely. daughter or sister or niece I am. And yeah. I'm very proud of my legacy. I'm very proud of being a Kapoor. I love being told that I that when I get recognized, I love it when they tell me, oh, you're Arjun's sister or you're so-and-so's uh, relative. And I'm like, yes, I am. Thank you for loving them that you recognize even me. Yes, lovely. So mm-hmm. if I walk into a room where I feel like my family is being looked at in a negative light, I don't appreciate that. So these have been few of the struggles. And just like making sure I'm not second guessing all of my decisions because as a singular founder, you Mm -hmm. don't always have a sounding board to um, run all your ideas by. So if you're making a mistake and it's with your own money that you're probably going to end up losing if it doesn't pan out, you're always questioning yourself. So it took me. I mean, I still keep second guessing every decision I take, but it took me a long, long time to figure out that if I don't have the faith in myself, yes, I can't expect anyone else to trust my vision. Yes. So these have been some of the struggles and I'm sure a lot of new entrepreneurs have faced... Yeah. Similar struggles Or different struggles But this is what
0: Actually comes to mind Yeah, While we talk Absolutely And so sure This is a very interesting Point that you made It Coming from a family That has You know Where it, there's a certain Hold They uh, have in Bollywood And a lot of people Outside think that You know Perhaps it's very easy For somebody Who has some sort Of a connector Or a platform But actually It's not The struggle And the Is as, uh, uh, you know, uh, strong as it's for anybody else who's not coming from... I mean, everyone's you know, journey is
1: individual.
0: individual so yes.
1: my struggles could be very different from your struggles and yes. they have nothing to do with where you come from or where I come from. Exactly. If I have to pave a journey in a clutter-breaking space, yes, it's always going to be difficult to get people to look at your vision the way you look at it, to kind yeah. of um, have faith in the fact that this can
0: be executed, that it can be done well. Yeah. There has been a lot of talk of mentorship in startups. Do you you have somebody, a mentor, somebody who is sort of, you know, clearing the path or guiding the company startup? What do you think about mentorship in startups? Anybody
1: listening to me wanting to be a mentor, I'm all game. <laughs> no, but on a serious note. Yeah. I've had uh, positive influences with the with the people I've worked with in my in the past. So, yes. for example, in my old job, I had someone called Nilesh mm-hmm. who I I used to report to him, so I always considered him my boss. Yes. My katadharta uh, in that sense. So a yes. lot of the skills that I have learned or, or the way that I think of using social media or or the content that can go on social media. Even just in general, how I look at maybe creating content for marketing... Yes. ...hails from what Nilesh has taught me or I've seen him do over the years. He's still someone I know I can pick up the phone uh, to and call up. He doesn't even live in India anymore. He's mm-hmm. um, He lives uh, in a whole different country. But... Mm-hmm. Through Fankind, he's always been there. Like if I've gotten proposals from agencies I want to associate with. Mm -hmm. Like him, I've had a lot of other people I've worked with who have a great sense of work ethic, who've helped me learn how to channelize my energy on work without losing focus of what matters. Mm -hmm. Also, my brother, he has, for what it's worth, he is Mm self-made. And he was... Very very young as well when we lost our mom when we lived it was the three of us who lived together so yeah. he has taken care of me like a child ever since I was a child but even financially he's taken care of me from the since I was 21 since and he was 25 26 mm-hmm. he is he runs our house he he does everything a parent technically does for a child and. He has a lot of responsibilities on his shoulder, but the way he carries himself, the way he doesn't make me feel like a burden, the way he always... He's two steps ahead of me if I ever need anything, if I need... um, Whether I want him to just vent, whether I want him to just be there so I can like voice out an idea and listen to myself, think it through and then get his feedback on it, or sometimes just think it through with him in the room gives me a sense of calm. So just knowing that I have him looking out for me is also I would consider him a huge mentor in that sense as well he no matter what life throws at him he doesn't let it break him he will still stand up dust himself and move forward and any entrepreneur knows that is a skill that you have to have because every day you will face disappointment you will face failure you will face struggle you will not want to work on your startup or your idea anymore because you've seen so many people Pull it down Or not believe in it or There's just so many Struggles that come With setting up A new business But yes. when you see Someone in your own Family who's overcome Personal loss Who's yes. overcome Professional difficulties Who's overcome um, I mean look at him He used to be The way he's Physically transformed Himself yes. Just because He wanted to be an actor And he wanted to Prove that to himself That takes a lot Of determination That takes a lot Of focus That takes a lot Of singular attention To your craft And never losing sight of what you want to achieve in life.
0: It's all about personal achievement. Awesome, Anshala. What a great conversation. What a value-adding conversation. Bottom line, one-word advice to a new startup. Don't give up. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Anshala Kapoor, for your time. Thank you for coming all the way. Thank you for inviting me. And I hope I didn't ramble too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was beautiful. Hope you get inspired by this conversation with Anshala Kapoor. Catch us next week with another episode of The Eureka Moment. I'm your host, Sachita signing out. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please do connect to us on all our social media handles, which is LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Please do not forget to rate us on iTunes and subscribe to The Eureka Moments.